Hi there, this is Jamie Dyer welcoming you to yet another edition of the Quocast. Firstly, I'd like to say thank you for all of the support, as always, um, to those incredible people that are still listening to us. And um, and we're getting really good figures at the moment, which I'm really pleased about. So that's good. And um, also, if, if you're listening to this and thinking, I'd like to be a guest on the podcast and talk about all things Quo, or maybe even something else that is related, um, then you can email uh, quocast at outlook.com. That is quocast at outlook.com. You can tweet at castquo on Twitter, or you can go to the Facebook page, which is just simply the Quocast. Maybe you were in a tribute band. Maybe you are in a tribute band. Maybe just maybe you're a fan of um, the music of status quo maybe solo or together um, before 85 after 85 whenever maybe you've had some dealings with the band maybe you met francis rossi in a truck stop whichever um, scenario fits you we want to hear from you i want to hear from you and um, you can come on an edition of the quocast and talk quo what could be better than that um well lots of things but still so this week on the podcast i would like to discuss quo's years on cassette yeah when was your first quo cassette when was the first time that you had um you know pre-recorded um quo album compilation or single on cassette now i'm of an age where i could have owned their albums on cassette but i didn't own them until a lot later and i asked this question because recently i've been incredibly up to date and decided to buy myself a vintage tape deck um, that i believe has been restored i'll soon find out if it isn't um, once i start using it more regularly but i've got a 1980s hi-fi and i've got a small selection of tapes and i had a portable tape player and i just thought you know what it's time to uh, to step up here and go a little bit more vintage and um and use those those tapes because there's some there's some great tapes uh, in my collection quo and otherwise um and there is actually a bad one but i will talk about that um a li- little bit later so that's my reason really for for talking about it uh this week because it's at the forefront of my mind and um earlier this week when i laid down on my sofa and i put my headphones on and i thought i'm gonna listen to rock to you drop on cassette and i'll tell you the thing that really surprised me uh it was that it's the cd version of the album as in it's got all the tracks on it it's not the vinyl version that got cut down it's the cd version because i always forget you see that cds are 80 minutes long tapes can be 90 minutes long so i was really surprised but really as as a, a veteran of the tape era i shouldn't have been but uh, but there we are that's that's by the by which was the first album single or compilation that you got on cassette um i'm sure many people actually recorded them off of their vinyl maybe even later as we got into the 90s um off cd onto cassette i know my dad certainly did for use in the car and and that sort of thing but your pre-recorded cassettes i i'm surprised actually because i've got a few from the mid to late 80s and um rock to you drop as you as i mentioned previously and 
I have to say, it's either that the previous owner really wore them down or tape was just a little bit rubbish. I'm not sure. Um, there, there are some slight issues there. So, yeah, there is that. Um, the, another reason that I wanted to mention uh, Quo and Cassette is because I found this album that I've had for about 10 years and it looks like it's a, it's a Pickwick um, label, right? Okay, so I, th I think that isn't that one of the cheaper labels out there? Um, and this is the best of status quo, according to this tape, 1972 to 1986. Now on the front is a rather confusing series of images. So you've got the best of status quo, 1972 to 1986, written on the front. Then in a square image is a um a quo image from probably about 1986 so so really at that point probably very up to date right probably one of the first images that they did um for press packages and stuff like that and then in the background you've got what i would assume to be mid to late 70s images of quo so basically the one at the front has got Jeff Rich and John Rhino Edwards. The ones at the back have obviously got um, Alan Lancaster and, and John Coughlin. Now, it's a very interesting thing because I find the track listing very confusing. Okay, the track listing is very confusing if you're a fan because you know where these things came from. You know, um, you know, well, you know where they came from. That's That's the thing. That's the thing. You know that they're all jumbled up and you also know as a fan, what uh, has been a single, what's, what was an album track, what was a B-side. So the selection on this album is really weird. So we start off with Caroline, nothing unusual about that. We go on to Night Ride from um, On The Level in 1975. Don't Waste My Time, Pile Driver, Like A Good Girl, If You Can't Stand The Heat, and then another... Um, heat track again a single again and again uh, a track from the quo album fine 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 accident prone um a very low charting single in what about 1978 the heat album roll over lay down the mid 75 um live recording then side two starts with down down the single obviously quite uh, quite an obvious inclusion there she don't fool me single from 1982 Keep Me Guessing, that was a B-side from 86. And uh, Oh What A Night, again the Heat album. There's a lot of the Heat album here. Um, and then into Just Take Me, the um, back end of Backwater from Quo in 1974. Uh, Let's Ride from the Rocking All Over The World album. Late Last Night, which was another B-side. And then finishing off with the single A Mess Of Blues. Now, if you want my opinion on this compilation... It's that it's a mess. It's a complete and utter mess. It is like, it is like they've gone. Well, there's there's some singles on these albums, but we're not going to include them. Is this the only um, best of album in existence that hasn't got whatever you want or rocking all over the world on it? Now, I'm not a massive fan of those tracks. Okay, just just so you know, I'm not pining for stuff that we get thousands of. I'm just thinking it doesn't make much sense. Because, yeah, you've got Caroline and you've got Down Down, but 
where's the rest? Where where are the the more kind of known? And also, we're mixing up our lineups um, here a lot, a lot, aren't we? Because we've got quite a bit of the original guys, and then we've got weird oddities like she don't fool me, just slapped onto it, and um, and a mess of the blues with um, Pete Kircher on on drums. And uh, yeah, you do wonder. It's a bit of a mishmash of things there, and I'm sure there are hundreds upon hundreds of these compilations out there from from the 80s onwards and from before the 80s as well. I'm sure in the comments section of um, of this podcast, you'll tell me that there are so many of them with rubbishy tracks. I've known CD compilations that have basically just got all of the. Um, uh, mix-ups of, of the cover albums on them because they're known songs but half of these are not known songs it's it's puzzling it, it is puzzling but that's I, I would like to say that's the pride of my tape collection but it but it isn't it isn't um have you had that experience have you picked up a weird compilation maybe if you're just getting into quo and you don't know anything about it you would assume like half of these are like massive hits for them because after all you know speaking uh, away from singles and away from stuff that's well known accident prone i know that's a single but it's a lesser well-known single it's a fantastic track as is like a good girl for for example and um you know, just take me. Well, Alan Lancaster wanted Backwater as a single back in the 70s, so just take me's on there. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it's 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 interesting. Um, I would guess that um, a lot of Quo fans have still got their cassette tapes. And if you do, please leave a message um, in all the previous places that I mentioned, because it is interesting. I find it interesting. Do you still play them? Uh, is is the main thing. A lot of the ones that I've played, I've also got some um, Roadhouse Blues um, medley as well from the early 90s, the single, which is basically just the same track twice um, as you flip the tape over. Do you still play them? Because uh, a lot of mine are beaten up. Uh, they really have been through the mill, probably played very loudly out of a car stereo um, or, or something such like. Yeah. Do you still play your Quo cassettes? Do you still collect them? Or maybe you're you're thinking of offloading them, um, wherever or whatever it may be. Let me know. Quocast at outlook.com. Tweet at castquo on Twitter, or um, you can message us on Facebook as well, which is just simply the Quocast. I've been Jamie Dyer. This has been the Quocast for this week. And if you've got any suggestions for future topics or um, anything such like, then please do um, get in contact via those those forms that I just talked about. Right, okay, thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.